Hello and welcome back to the Low Budgets in Quarantine Cursed podcast. This episode is uh, sponsored by Death and Demons because we have spent weeks trying to get an episode done and it's been delayed for quite a while. Uh, for numerous different reasons, uh, we were so close to sticking uh, to the weekly schedule, but unfortunately yesterday, um, with some of the most odd excuses ever, we couldn't record. So close yet so far. Exactly, but we're doing it now and hopefully it will come up later today on, I don't know, yes, we'll, it we'll should save it for next Saturday. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. We'll We'll find out if it's too late to put up today, but yeah, it's been... A wild roller coaster of waiting to record a podcast, and the main problem this time has not been your internet. No, it's not. In fact, we've actually done something, and now the internet's been far better than it actually was. So hopefully, I won't disconnect today. What did you do? Okay. Well, basically, my brother found out that there was a secret menu in the skybox thing, and in that secret menu, it turns out that, um, like one of our skybox was skyboxes was heavily broadcasting using the wi-fi and that kind of clogged most of it up and i reckon that's a money grab from sky because you have to go into the secret menu to turn it off where was the secret menu located was the secret menu located on your uh, spine no it, it it's on the box and apparently you have to like type in this like number combination and if you get it right you get brought to a, a different menu so God, that's ridiculous. I know. Thank you, Sky, for that. Thank you, Sky. But hey ho, for... it's better now. Yeah. And you're living La Vida Loca. Exactly. In it's quarantine. like Shrek. What what, what, like what Shrek. Shrek film was that in? I don't know. Uh it's probably the third one. Uh, no idea. No. This is our third episode from being locked in inside of our own homes. How has lockdown been treating you the past two weeks? It's actually not been that bad, because obviously we didn't record an episode um, on Easter weekend due to Charlie's medical reasons. Not being able to physically talk. Yes. I just couldn't really talk. Um, But no, actually, quite a lot of stuff happened. And by quite a lot of stuff, Uh, I just mean more than the previous weeks. What's happened? Question mark. Well, on um, on uh, Easter Sunday, um, we, my family, uh, I say my family, me, my mum, and my dad, uh, made a series of ten challenges that we need to complete for bonus bags of mini eggs. On um, interesting competition. It was. There were obviously there were a total of ten challenges. They included numerous different things. And um if there we had an overall winner, the overall winner won nothing. Um oh, that's quite that. good. I'm trying to find like the score sheets and all that jazz. Ah, here it is. Right. So yeah, if you got first you got five points, all the way down to last I got one point. Um so our challenges included most star jumps in a minute. Uh, standing on one leg the longest that took a long time. Uh, beat your neighbours outdoors. Long did that take uh, about fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh, girl, painful. Beat your neighbours outdoors. Um, we're not actually going round to our neighbours and beating them out of their doors. Uh, it's a card game. Um, closest. Oh, that's quite yet boring. To... I know it would have been so much better if we took it literally. Just gone round the neighbourhood, just beating people. Yep. 
Um, we had an estimation challenge. You had to pour out one one pint exactly of water from a bucket. That was interesting. And did anyone get close to a pint? Uh, my mum actually got exactly one pint. That's worrying. <laughs> it's very worrying. Um, probably. 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 Most women are. <laughs> yes. That's um, a little joke here. Yeah. Just, just a little one. Uh, number of sit-ups in a minute. Um, the slowest person to eat a chocolate finger. That was painful. Slowest. Um, that sounds very stressful. It, it it was awful. I came second though somehow, despite eating the most chocolate in this house and eating chocolate the quickest. I came second, which was nice. Um, a typing contest, so who could type type the fastest? Um, and then we mm. had uh, we were gonna play bowls, but then it started raining, so we just played bowling on the Wii instead. Yes, and then we had bowls uh, is better known as penpunk for French listeners. Patonk. Patonk. Well, no, it's there's no, there's pe- no petonk. But yeah, petonk or patonk, whatever. But there's no end. Well, no, that. But no, <laughs> but the accent dictates that there should be. Basically, but no, I don't no, know what but... accent it is. But I guarantee you, no accent above the e makes an n sound. No, because I had to research it for a family quiz, and I thought, what's really going to throw them off? Putting that word in there. So, because uh, I was presenting and had to make it clear, I spent about. 20 minutes trying to remember the pronunciation that was a lot of p's in one sentence fair enough no in the chat in the challenges thing um in the table where's where's the table Ah, oh, the table's on a different sheet one sec here it is right on the table i got um two first places which was two bags of mini eggs for me five second uh, places two third places zero fourth places one fifth place um, that was the luck challenge, beating your neighbours outdoors. Overall, I got 37 points and I won. So there we are. Ah, oh, everyone's favourite. Yes, exactly. Everyone's favourite member, um, well, no, not member, visitor of the Southampton Boat Show won. Thank you very much. Yeah. Anyway, Charlie, I understand you've had a bit of a music menace um, when we've been clapping every Thursday. Yes, we've had... A bit of a bit of a muse over the music, let's say. Um, so to tell the story for viewers, listeners, even who don't know, if you're living in the UK, you'll know every Thursday evening at eight PM, everybody in the UK gets together to put their meaty bound bones together, succinctly and quickly, slapping them together to make a sound audible to the person next to you. So known as clapping. Clapping. We get together to clap at 8 p.m. outside every night to applaud the carers who can't hear what we're doing and are taking up a minute of our time, selfish buggers. That was a Yowch. that was satire. We need we need a, a big warning that says satire so we don't get doxxed. Definitely gonna arrested. get doxxed. A hundred percent. Either way, for our clapping for the carers. I was going to make an ugh sound then, <laughs> but then I might have got uh, disowned. Um, for the club, for the carers, our community, our little community of the street, uh, requested that we play some lively music to get everyone in the mood. So I put together a 10-minute medley 
of music suggestions and what I thought would be quite fun. And we all danced along and sang along to Amarillo, Sweet Caroline, You'll Never Walk Alone, all of the rest of it. And it was particularly enjoyable. Everyone enjoyed it. Next week, uh, more people out dancing, more people out singing. And um, it'll be a lovely time. And I decided, in my infinite wisdom, to replace the word Amarillo in the song Amarillo with the name of our street. And it was as hilarious hearing it extremely loud out of a big speaker than it was when you heard it. Brilliant. It was hilarious because everyone was just waiting to go Amarillo, but it went, is this the way to Elizabeth Drive? And it was very funny. (laughs) Very nice. And then Um, I cut between uh, Amarillo and Sweet Caroline on the claps, and it was either dissatisfying or very satisfying. Uh, I was going to say something. Um, oh it. yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because in that uh, low budget welcome video we shot, um, you said you can hire us for all your clapping needs. And I'm not sure about you, but that was definitely a clapping need, that music. And you did get hired. We're like, I can't hear you. Somebody okay. <laughs> I'm breaking with. up. We'll wait for him to turn to us. Ah, you were breaking up to your connection had sort of vaguely disappeared. Are you I back? Bet, you yeah, I'm back. Um, am I back? Yes. Right. Nice. Let's go from your go from your question again. We'll cut between the two. Okay. It's it's very convenient because in that low budget welcome video we shot, you said that you that people can hire us for all their clapping needs. And I'm not sure about you, but that was definitely a clapping need. That was definitely a clapping need. I think we fulfilled the prophecy. Ow. We shot that. Must have been sometime in the beginning of last year. Um. Yeah. Be start of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. Was and we never did anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Everything's we've been we've been doing quite a lot of stuff, haven't we? Oh yeah. Over the past while. We've been doing a lot of stuff, as in the fact that we've done three shows in like two years, um, which is quite a lot. It it is. Not all it, of them were. Not all of them were amazing, but we did them. I mean, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. Yeah. I thought I liked them. Yeah, I like them. Like- I've I've been trying to think of new ideas for a new one. And I'm writing out little post-it notes with the ideas on to try and make it work. And I don't... Mm-hmm. I, if you've got any ideas for any sketches that we could do? I will I will have a think. Yeah. I've sort of really got invested in the idea of doing sort of more film... Because I really liked the mix of having the film stuff and then having the live yeah. stuff as well. That mixed really well. It did. So shall I read you out some of the ideas I've got so far? Sure. The first idea, we, we I, I was supposed to write this for uh, Mind the Gap, but I never did because I never got round to it. Uh, speech impediment school. That could be quite funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As you can imagine, it would lead to a whole world of misunderstandings. Exactly. Thankfully, we at the low budgets are not PC, so we can get away with this. Yeah, uh, a psychic medium who flirts with the spirits. 
I don't know how that was sad, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, w- that we could finally do that 80s TV parody sitcom The Not-So-Grim Reaper. I think yes. that'd be quite funny just to see like a guy dressed as the Grim Reaper sort of just sitting watching Loose Women. Something, something like that. We'd make it work. We will. Yeah. I, I like this idea, but I don't know if it would work because neither of us is uh, black. It's Morpheus from the Matrix, but he's lost both the pills. You know, when he gets out the red pill and the blue pill, (laughs) and he has to, like, improvise. And then the support the arts ad, but it's, like, Hitler. That sort of stuff. Stuff like that. That's sort of the ideas so far. I've got a lot on my phone, though. I've got a lot of ideas on on my telephone. Um... Nice. Yeah, there we are. Not, not all of them are great. Not all of them are great. A lot of them are bad. But we'll make do, and we'll improve and edit and all that yeah. jazz. Yeah, because that's how we bring you quality theatre. I don't know if exactly. we can really call it theatre without it being an insult to everyone <laughs> who's ever been in theatre. I, I think we might need to have an asterisk after theatre and just put a little footnote at the bottom, just clarifying yeah. that we don't actually mean theatre. No, we don't. We don't do theatre. Do we that don't, here. We don't do theatre here. Um, but yeah, we've had, on the subject of things we've done, we've also released an album, which you would have heard last podcast would they have heard that last podcast probably i believe so it was like two weeks ago yeah well we released an album yay which has in total in total can you guess how many streams it has had so far in total in in total um i'm gonna go for a very nice round number at um 548 357 it's not quite that high, but it's not bad. You are breaking up. You, yep, you're breaking you up a bit then. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yep, you do. I was just going to say, get <laughs> us get us to 548 streams. Um, <laughs> it's in lockdown, so you've got nothing better to do, so there's no excuses. Literally nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I might just stream it a load of times myself, so we can just push ourselves up there <laughs> a bit. Um, I I, sh- I showed my brother um our TikToks. Well, I say I showed my brother our TikToks. Uh, my brother's got TikTok, and I just said, "Oh, go, go <laughs> look at the low budget stuff." Um, bearing in mind this was Lewis, so yes. the one one of the ones who is very hard to laugh at the show, at our shows. Yes. He absolutely loved fishing. He thought that sketch was like the best one we've ever done. <laughs> we should probably do that one again then, or something close <laughs> yeah. to it. He, he thought the TikToks were absolutely hilarious. So that's good. That that is good. So if you haven't See, seen our TikToks, like. they are funny. Um, it made yep, my oldest budget. brother laugh, who doesn't laugh much. Um, that's so, yeah. good. See, because I've I I like a lot of sort of the online stuff we've been doing. Yeah, I know we can't do a lot of it right now, obviously, but a lot of. A lot of film stuff. I I reckon we could make sort of like a series. We, I I think we've said we're gonna do this twice. Yeah, we have. <laughs> but we never have. So once lockdown's over, we should probably do that. Yes. Because but... I like I like doing the live stuff. It's very mm. stressful. I like doing it. 
It, for like we could do it while in, in between rehearsing. Well, we could we could film the sketches for the live show and then compile those into a series that goes out after the show. Yeah, that that could work. Yeah. Either way, stream our album. It's quite impressive for two people that cannot sing whatsoever to have an Do album it. that people are still listening to. Oh, it's great. And we also did a 20-minute musical sketch. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this. On Friday, we have seven streams of the album. Yeah. So <laughs> people, are, people are still listening to this rubbish. Oh, no. <laughs> we, ha- we had Ooh. seven listeners on oh, Friday. Listeners. We, had 12, we had 12 streams on Friday. And we gained six followers. That's more Ooh. than we gained when the album was released. Uh, yeah, we, we should probably make more songs because people seem to like the fact that we can't sing. Yeah, people really enjoy that, don't they? Uh, some people are weird. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you've enjoyed... Well, our audience is 59% male, 40% female, and 1% non-specified. That means that there's one non-specified person. Yeah. Just just one. I really like Yeah. I really like looking at the map. There's a map on Spotify for artists of all the places we're popular in. When you go over it like Sweden, nine listeners, Germany, four listeners, Australia, 13 listeners, New Zealand, five listeners, United States, 37 listeners, Canada, eleven listeners. Probably Miss Brabant. Yeah, she she lives in. Can-, can you guess how many how many average listeners we have in the United Kingdom? Um, probably about one hundred and thirty-eight. Uh, like around it's around it's average sort of around one hundred and twenty-ish. But I'm actually it's pretty close. Bad. Yeah, I'm a lot closer. Last- uh, You're a lot closer. I was a lot closer to the guest than I was. Hello? 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 Try again. You're a lot closer. (laughs) I was a lot closer than my 548 for the uh, other guest. Streaming guest. Yeah, you were slightly closer. Slightly. I was like 200 closer. Yeah. But we have 178 (laughs) monthly listeners. That's something for you to enjoy. If you're particularly into that. If you're not, then what are you doing with your life? Well, you need to need to sort your crud out. You need to sort yourself out. And um you go ahead. So I was just saying, I'm just looking at procrastination. Uh, that's got three hundred and thirty total plays. Um one, oh god, I can't half today. 165 of them are from the United States. That's worrying, because it was a very British episode in the fact that uh, I, I don't know why we sort of um, why people really, really like it there. It didn't appeal to them whatsoever. We didn't make a conscious effort to go, yes, we're appealing to this audience. Um, also, with procrastination, 50% were female, so 165. 48, ah. 48% were male, 
so probably about 159. And then we have less than one percent percent left less words less than one percent were non-specified less than one percent were non-binary so that leaves a minimum of like 0.02 percent or something are just not just excluded on that thank you anchor very useful thank you anchor well it's weird because we never did anything to appeal to a foreign or female audience but the swedes seem to love us yeah we're I feel like if we ever, if either of us ever go to Sweden on holiday, we're going to see big posters of our faces like Hitler. <laughs> exactly. More, more popular than Greta Thunberg. Yeah, we are Sweden's number one import. And we're Britain's least popular export. <laughs> I feel like that's quite true for us. Yeah, but to be honest, if Monster Raving Looney Party ever get in power, then Jeremy Corbyn will be sold to the Argentinians. Vote yes. Monster Raving Looney Party. Make some Just... money off of Jeremy Corbyn. Yes. There's your, there's your communism. That's, That's put that my... in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, exactly. That, that is hey. my political views of the day. Political views of the day week. Um Burden. We should do that as a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> See, to come to our shows, everyone, you get ideas like that. I think we should just have like jingles dotted about us, our show, but all the music's just done with our mouths. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's funny because all the ideas I've thought of so far have just been reoccurring sketches, so it would be an entire show where every other one <laughs> was just a reoccurring bit. I don't know. This might be a very bad idea, but it's proven to work so far. And I had this idea last night that we should do some sort of musical. Technically, we've already done some sort of musical, but a full musical about ah, a full musical. Yeah. Uh or just us two. Yeah, it would. It would be weird. But no, well, we could have guests. We could have special guests, guest appearances in the like, uh, uh, on on stage. Yeah, like like um Max uh, Sutton, who can debatably sing even worse than us. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jacob can sing better than us. Can we've got um, lots of friends that can sing better than us, and we'd have to convince them that it's a good idea. It's not. Um. It's it's really not, but thankfully they probably won't listen to the podcast. Yeah, so it's a great idea. Um, yeah. We could do a really sort of specific musical about something. I don't know Sucked what. Yeah. Avenue. Sucked in Avenue. That, that's far too specific to make a musical <laughs> out of. He said something specific. I meant like Judy Dench or something. Oh. <laughs> not Sucked uh, on Avenue. That's it's specific enough to make a good song out of it, but it's too specific to make an entire two-hour musical out of. Did you just say that a bunch of our audience was foreign? Yeah. Yeah, because they have no clue what Sunken Avenue is. <laughs> it's a place. We're... I, I think they guessed that. They... Wait, wait. So people listening in like Sweden who don't speak English... Do they sort of know what's going on, or are oh. they just laughing at us? I don't know. We we might sound better than we actually do if people can't understand what we're saying, because they might think we've actually got something knowledgeable to say. 
when we don't. Yep. No. Whoa, I found a website called Street Check. So it's it's to check your street. Yeah, it's blogged as interesting information about Sugden Avenue. Ooh. What's Shall so I read out this interesting information? Yes, please. Sugden Avenue in Wickford is in the eastern region of England. The postcode is within the Crouch Ward slash Electoral Division, which is a constituency of Basildon and Billericay. This page combines information for the addresses Sugden Avenue and the neighbourhood in which it resides. Uh, housing. We have found 27 property sales in Sugden Avenue since the beginning of 1995. Do you want to know the types of houses? I feel like we could actually make a musical out of this. There's a lot of content. That's oh, very no. surprising. There's, there's a pie chart denoting housing types. 109 detached houses. Six semi-detached houses. Three terraced houses. One purpose-built flat. Zero converted flats. Five caravan slash park slash temporary houses. 124. Housing tenure. Owning outright, 62 people. Owning with mortgage, 52 people. Shared ownership, 2 people. Rented from council, 2 people. Rented other social, including charities, 1 person. Oh, who are you, freeloaders? Ooh. Rented <laughs> private landlord, 2 people. Rent free, 0. Housing occupancy, 11. 1 person, 2 people, 61. 3 people, 24. Four people, 14, five people, seven, six people, four, seven people, zero, eight plus people, zero. There's your housing statistics. I've been to Sugden Avenue quite a bit, and never have I ever seen a terraced house, a flat, or a caravan. I think by flat it means a place that's been converted into, it could be like a house that multiple people are sharing. I imagine. People section. Thank you oh, for section that. is what's it called? Streetfinder. Streetcheck.co.uk. There are about ten different subcategories. And I think there's enough information to write some music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, this might just be one of the most boring episodes of the podcast, just delving yeah. into Sugden Avenue. <laughs> Should we delve further into the social grade of the people in Sugden Avenue? <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> so there's different ways to denote people sort of during their social grade. You've got A, B, C1, C2, D, and E, which is in media. It's called the uh, socioeconomic profile, but they use it for social grading as well. A to B is sort of your higher intermediate manager people, administrative or professional CEOs, rich people, you know. C1 is sort of your supervisors, clerks, junior managers, administrators. C2 is skilled manual workers. And then D2 is sort of semi-skilled and unskilled manual workers. Those on state benefit, unemployed and lowest grade workers or minors. On Sugden Avenue, 15 people are in the A to B category. 29 people are in the C1 category. Uh, 28 people are in the C2 category. And 15 people are in the D to E category. Hmm. Quite but, interesting. Yeah. Very specific gender here. Um, across the UK, the gender split is roughly 49% male, 51% female. 
And in uh, Sugden Avenue, 171 males, 149 females. It uh, seemed to have flipped the statistic there. Yeah. Age groups. The the largest age group is between 45 and 59, with a, a record holding 91 people in the age category. Uh, six people, zero to four, five to seven, five people, eight to nine, two people, 10, 14, 20 people, 15, four people. I don't know why it's just 15 by itself. It's a very important age. <laughs> That's pretty odd. Yeah. <laughs> On its own. The designer really likes 15. 16 uh. to 17, eight people, 18 to 19, eight people, 20, 24, 20 people, 25, 29, 13 people, 30 to 30, 30 to 44. 45 people, 45 to 59, 91 people, 60 to 64, 34 people, 65 to 74, 48 people, 75 to 84, 13 people, 85 to 89, 2 people, 90 plus one person. I, I, I thought Sugden Avenue was more of an old people's road, but it seems to be middle-aged people having a midlife crisis. Yeah, you're sort of... It starts to rise around the kind of 30 to 44 mark, and then sort of starts to fall off 75 to 84, so you're kind of in the old uh, person getting, category getting old, old slash yeah. old so we can work out from this statistic that there is 65 people down that road who are not allowed out because they're over the age limit of being allowed out uh, whoa this is very specific oh. it's relationship status and the street checker knows it all yeah but it does not include those under age 16 or 16 to 18 or in full-time education. 78 single people, 162 married people, 28 divorced people, 3 separated people, 12 widowed people, that's because they're old, 0 same-sex people, as we can work out from this, 0 same-sex people, Sugden Avenue is homophobic. Um. Yeah, but that kind of makes sense because it's, you know, old slash getting old, they've probably got old ideas yeah. as well. I hope you know that no one understood what you said just then. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> health. 118 people have very good health. 128 people have good health. 56 people have fair health. 13 people have Bad health, and five people have very bad health. Mm. Oh, <laughs> education and qualifications. Hello. Who on earth does this site know it all? I think basically it takes all of the data it can find from anywhere. Probably. I mean, there's a, sen- with- there's a census coming up soon next year, so maybe we'll know even more oh, then. Okay. Yeah, so it contains ordnance survey data, royal mail data, national statistics, and land registry data. Nice. So that's essentially everything. I, I, I'm a bit concerned at the royal mail. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure how they've got hold of a bunch of statistics. Yeah, are they just looking at our post? Probably. Uh, 44 people have a degree or similar. 21 apprenticeship, uh, 2 plus A levels, 28, 5 plus GCSEs in an A level, 48, 
Wonderful GCSEs, 49. No GCSEs, 81. Other, 12. I mean, that's probably minors, though, or old people, because old people didn't yeah. sit GCSEs. Yeah. So, probably films. That was the people category. I'm, I'm quite excited for this next one. No. Culture. Oh, I guarantee you it'll be like they're practically all one culture. That is going to be my prediction. You are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for the pie, I'm I'm going to send you a picture of this pie chart because it's one of the funniest and most predictable things I've ever seen <laughs> from the people that live there. So I'll send it to you as I'm reading out. Three hundred and fourteen white people. Three mixed ethnicity people, one Chinese person, one other Asian person, and one black African person. <laughs> I mean, talk about <laughs> ethnic minority. <laughs> There's, I'm trying to wait for this picture of the pie chart to send because it's hilarious. <laughs> it, we, we kind of open up a little bit more in the next sort of a bracket of the pie chart, next sort of uh, section. I'm going to wait for you to that, see this. It's a lovely pie chart. That's ridiculous. Country of birth. As you can predict, 306 in England, two in Wales, three in Scotland, one in Northern Ireland, one in Republic of Ireland, one in the European Union, and six in other. So essentially, what we've worked out is that this site is racist as well because it classes the rest of the world as other. But what's quite funny is that you've got Chinese and then other Asian. That's just brilliant. We just like to single out the Chinese, make sure we know exactly where the Chinese are, and then we don't, don't and care about the operation. Doesn't really matter. They all look the same anyway. Passports <laughs> held 293 United Kingdom passports, zero Republic of Ireland passports, zero European passports, one African country's passport. That's going to be the black African man or woman, whoever. Yeah. Middle East and all Asia, zero. North America or Caribbean, one. Central America, zero. South America, zero. Oceania, zero. Damn. It's, um... Religion! Um, okay. Religion. Uh, I, I want to make a prediction. Good. I'm going to make a prediction. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say about 40% of them will be Christian. 50% atheist, and about 10% other. You're quite close. <laughs> <laughs> because this street is so predictable. <laughs> I'm going to send you the pie, the pie chart <laughs> for this. You're close enough for it to make sense, but it's slightly more Christian than you think. <laughs> but if you sort of extrapolate for the, the amount of Christian versus the amount of atheism, you're along the right lines. I mean, if if there's like a voting one, I guarantee you it's going to be about ninety five percent Tory. And yeah, a hundred percent Tory. So we have a hundred and ninety nine Christian people, eighty nine atheist people, one Buddhist, zero Hindu, one Jewish, zero Muslim, zero Sikh, one other religion. Jedi, and 29 not stated. And I was kind of close. I said 40% Christian when it was 60%, just the inverse. Yeah, yeah you said, were, if you sort was, of extrapolate for the amount, you were wrong. 
you essentially it's very close. Exactly. That that's pretty uh, good, actually. Oh, employment. Most of them are actually. Hello, no. This is. I know. Can um, you guess what the highest? Ca- no, don't do that. Guess it for guess guess it for the later one. I've got a better one. Economic activity. Ooh. Oh, look, there's a little description. This address within the crouch is entrepreneurial, the larger than average concentration of residents that are self-employed. Thank you uh, for that. So 80 full-time <laughs> employees, 34 part-time employees, self-employed 63, unemployed 6, full-time student 15, retired 51, looking after home or family 10, long-term sick or disabled 7, other 1. What the hell is that other person? What more could you be? <laughs> Comatose. No, no, that's long-term sick. <laughs> Employment industry. This is quite interesting. This data is based on residents aged 16 to 74. If you're age 74, you're retired. <laughs> people people can still work, though. No, but they, by his chance, they're retired. Right, I'm going to go through this one quickly, so listen out. Agriculture, one person. Manufacturing, 12 people. Water supply, three people. Water supply? Oh, okay, sewage. Construction, 41 people. Retail, 34 people. Transportation, 11 people. Accommodation and food, two people. Information and communication, four people. Financial services, 12 people. Real estate, seven people. Professional, scientific and technical, six people. Administration, five people. Public administration and defense, eight people. Education, 14 people. Health, 15 people. Other, including arts and recreation, seven people. Like how it's other, including arts and recreation. Uh-huh. That is brilliant. Yeah. Well, we know there's 14 teachers down that road. Oh, that means That's there's it. at least 14 non-Tory people. You say that, but have you met Miss Pepper and Miss Butler? Hey, Tory voters. Yes, especially Miss Butler. They don't know what's best for them. No. Crime. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a very interesting link. <laughs> Click here to view nine crimes committed near Stunkton Avenue. <laughs> God, this is an entire <laughs> half of the musical itself. D- 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 this is brilliant. Though we've probably bored everybody to death. Okay, there's, there's crime recorded for every single month. Oh, they're <laughs> February. Is... Peaked my interest. Sug... Yeah, in Sugden Road, in just February of this year, there were four vehicle crimes. Or investigation complete. No suspect identified in every single case. Damn. And in far and in uh, February 2020, there were five violent and sexual offences. Um, Sugden Avenue. <laughs> what is going on in Sugden Avenue? So the first three, they were unable to prosecute suspect, and the next two is under investigation. That's only February. January though, is a. Is a oh no, there was a burglary in January. <laughs> Criminal damage and arson. Arson? There was one case of arson. 
two cases of public order, three vehicle crimes, one violent and sexual offence, and one other crime. Other crime. Probably insurance fraud, knowing these people. Uh, December, antisocial behaviour, public order, two, vehicle crime, one. Uh, Will, what month should we go to? From March 2017 to February 2020, what's been your favourite month? We'll go July 2018. July 2018, what crimes were committed in Sugden Avenue? Four antisocial behaviours, one Mm. burglary, one other theft, one public order, three vehicle crimes, and five violent and sexual offences. What is wrong with Sugden Avenue? <laughs> I'm going to pick. Um, I will pick for the month we did. Uh, Shabby Road, October 2019. I I, I tried to go slap bam in the middle between Mind the Gap and um Comedy Hurts. Yeah. Uh, three antisocial behaviours, nine <laughs> counts of arson, nine. Yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> One other theft, two public orders, and two vehicle crimes. Should we go? Should we do mine? Uh, should mine the gap was April 2018. March, March. I always think it's March April. March 24th. It was the 415th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth I's death. Oh, uh, yeah, of course it was not. <laughs> How could you forget that? March, two antisocial behavior orders, six burglaries. Two criminal damage arsons, one public order, three vehicle crimes, and six violent and sexual offences. Sugden Avenue just seems like a terrible place. It always seemed like you'd go there and you'd think, oh yeah, there's no no crime happens here, but Jesus, there's a ton of crime that happens there. God, there's so much crime. Oh, and is this near is this near Sugden Avenue or in Sugden Avenue? No, this is in Sugden Avenue and the neighbouring street, which Sugden Avenue, I think, leads to. Yeah, because there's, there's, a, there's a little block around the back. Yeah, which is essentially Sugden Avenue. But this is a lot of crime. It is. Jesus Christ. It's all the old people acting up. Uh, <laughs> antisocial behaviour, one. Burglary, one. Criminal damage, one. Public order, one. Vehicle crime, two. Violent and sexual offences, three. Um, and that was the crime from the Essex Police. Thank you. Oh, um, I think that was very eventful. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Oh, there's a section called Nearby, which tells you things that are nearby. What? Oh, wait, you no, you've Google. got the Alpha Garden Centre. It basically tells you nearest railway stations, nearest tube stations, nearest primary schools. Oh, that's where I went to school. Got three stars. Nearest <laughs> secondary schools. Oh, Beauchamp's is, is the only one with four stars. Hey, take that, yep, swine. Yeah, nearest doctor's surgeries. Hey. Nearest dentists. Hey. Nearest hospitals. Nearest opticians. That's that. Broadband. Average oh. downloads. Average download um, speed, 43.6 megabits a second. Oh, God, that's rubbish. Um, I guarantee you most of these people are Sky people. 
Either that or BT. It's either Sky or BT. Well, um, yeah, 43.6 megabits per second average download speed. That's a bit rubbish. Sounds like a very Sky or BT thing. Yeah, because ours is 103. Average upload speed, 11.6. Whoa, that was awful. So, top broadband suppliers. Guess what the what guess what the the biggest broadband supplier is in that area? I'm gonna say Sky. Sky, I can tell you now, is not even on the list. Hello. Damn. Yeah. Um uh Plusnet. Yes, it's Plusnet. It's the ultimate hey! old it's the ultimate old big if you say Plusnet, you think, oh god, someone's nan has Plusnet. Exactly. That I just thought Plusnet, and I was like, "Oh, that's a very old person name." Yeah. Uh, Zen Internet. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that. Jesus. Post office. <laughs> they just hack <laughs> on to the post office Wi-Fi. <laughs> EE Broadband, Now TV, Vodafone, BT Broadband, Virgin Media, Talk Talk. So Sky that needs was to advertise to more old people if they want to money yeah. more. So for a solid half an hour, we have been discussing Sugden Avenue. This podcast is like 45 minutes in length currently. <laughs> and this is I... practically all we've done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have enough data to make a musical about Sugden Avenue now. I do. Saying that, I thought of a joke Friday evening. <clears throat> Go I've been it. waiting to say it. Right. I used to be a chiropractor. That was very handy. God, that was awful. Oh, that was good. I'm not sure you heard my drum beat. I tried to... Seriously, seriously, your joke about a chiropractor is really cracking me up. Hey. That was actually a better joke. Is it, though? <laughs> Objectively, it was. <laughs> oh, dear Objectively, me. we can say that it was... A better, a better song. I've got a game to play. Do you, you? Play, do you want to play a game to get out I, of this cesspool? Um, I'm happy to. Uh, Sugden Avenue. Yeah, sure. It's called the Bird's Eye Potato Waffle Game. Oh, I love Bird's Eye Potato Waffles. They're so nice to have them with my fish fingers. But you don't right, know carry the on. Bird's Eye. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Not no problem. Bird's Eye Potato Waffles. Potato waffles. If you want to sponsor us, Bird's Eye Potato Waffles, you can sponsor us. I will happily, happily so, them. Yeah, we we will sell out for Bird's Eye Potato Waffles. It's just exactly. twenty minutes. Only, only their potato waffles, though. Only yeah. their potato waffles. Not not any of their other stock. Just the potato waffles. Yes. Right. So the game starts as one person says, "Bird's Eye Waffles are waffly versatile. They go with." And then we list a load of foods, but you're not allowed to think. All. And no okay. thinking time is allowed. Okay. Last up, bird's eye potato waffles, a waffly burst top that go with mint sauce. Fingers. No, you're, you're already out. Already out. Wait, what? Straight away. Straight away. Stuttered. Straight <laughs> I knew what away. I was going to say. I just stuttered. Already out. <laughs> right. Right. you. Bird's, okay. eye, bird's eye potato waffles, a waffly burst top that go with mint sauce. Kin. Lamb. Peas. Chicken. Carrots. Rice. Sausages. Apples. Potato. Care. Pear. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was looking at my screen, I saw the word care home, and I went care. <laughs> pear. 
Uh, well right. done, Charlie. I'm not, sure was, I'm not sure if there was just delay on the mic, but you seem to have an awful lot of thinking time. Yeah, there was delay on the mic. I thought that for you too, but then I realised, oh yeah, over the internet. Yeah. Bird's eye potato waffles are waffly versatile. They go with peas. Bananas. Lamb. Eggs. Chicken. Chicken. Rice. Eggs. Again. Uh, no. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm such a twit. <laughs> because like I'm looking I was looking at a mushroom and I said eggs I'm such a twit yes you are bird's eye potato waffles are waffly versatile they go with cheese mushroom lamb butter uh corn flour crumpets uh butter Toast. oh we've already said butter haven't we yeah. you already said butter I've already said it and you definitely oh. had thinking time there you went uh yeah, but so, yeah. butter <laughs> Birds are potato waffles, waffly versatile, they go with curry. I've probably said toast already, actually. Chicken. Uh, you, uh, blah, 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 that's my new favourite food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Where'd you get it from? Um, Uncle Ben's. Ah, Uncle Ben's. Birds are potato waffles, waffly versatile, they go with rice. Hey. Salt. Meatballs. Carrots. Uh, pickles. Uh, roast chicken. Marmite. Fish. Because. Butter. Cod. Goujons. Of goujons. Uh, dippers. Uh, teriyaki. Pizza. Uh, masaka. Lasagna. Oh, bread. Viatelli. Uh, ah! God damn it. <laughs> it's painful, this. Yeah, it's a good game, though, isn't it? Game, yeah. Yeah, good game, good game. Thank our you, Bird Eye Potato Waffles. Our next show is just two hours of this. Should we do one more round? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm happy to. Okay. Bird's Eye Potato Waffles are waffly versatile. They go with cheese. Sorry. Pickles. Uh, uh, bacon. Uh, oh, I, I, I can't say the same food between rounds. Otherwise, you can say the same food between rounds. I know, but otherwise, the audience is just, the, our valid audience. I don't know why you're valid. You're just valid. Uh, yeah. We're just hearing the same stuff. I'm trying to think of different, different things. Birds like waffles are waffly versatile. They go with mushrooms. Paste. Lights. Crumble. Peas. Spotty dick. Spotted dick. Mushroom sponge. Ah! Rifle. Uh, uh, cauliflower. Chocolate ice cream. Rice. Pancakes. Uh, cheese. Scotty. Uh, duck roasted duck. Uh, milk biscuits. <laughs> uh, more milks. Penguins. Uh, rice cakes. Cats. Lambs. Lamb. <laughs> I've, I've, I've just scrubbed my singular. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say lambs and then lamb. <laughs> oh. It's the same thing. All right. Uh, Birds are potato waffles. Waffle versatile. They go with zebra. Emo. Oh. Uh, lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Finding Nemo last night, you see. It's the same feature, just. <laughs> you go with one specific type of fish. <laughs> Birds eye potato waffles are waffly versatile. They go with quinoa. 
of goulash, rice, carrots, mushroom sauce, a cheese sauce, a peanut and potato pie, peanut butter, uh, crumpets, nuts, uh, rice, grains of salt, uh, pepper, <laughs> the, the, the lavender, uh, cauliflower, radish, cucumber. The crunt. Uh, that's not a food. Uh, okay, right. Um, uh, avocado. Corn on the cob. Um, aubergine. You're out. You hesitated for far too long. I keep hesitating. And we'll I'm be coming to back different to foods all the time, though. And we'll be coming back to that game later. Exactly. I was, I was about to say cotton at one point. I was like, no, I can't say cotton. Have you ever eaten cotton? No, me neither. I probably have at one point. <laughs> so, what's trending on Twitter today? Hashtag Boris resign. Thank God. For God's sake, he's just recovered from coronavirus, and now everyone wants him to resign. <laughs> I think. Um, it's quite I funny. think Boris Johnson does need to resign. To be fair, but does he? Because everyone is saying, "Oh, Boris, you've been you've been doing so well running our country," but he like skipped five cobra meetings before anything happened um he skipped five cobra meetings uh when everyone was like we need to we need to protect everyone he was like nah and uh he I did mean, nothing in february the herd immunity the herd immunity uh policy was the most ridiculous thing i've Think I've ever heard anybody say for for a adequate herd immunity, we'll need to get at least fifty million people infected. Well yes. done, Boris. That doesn't work. There's a quote um, from Dominic Cummings, one of the lead um, people right now, one of our lead strategists. At the end of February, he outlined the government strategy, saying, "Herd immunity, protect the economy, and if that means some pensioners die." Too bad. Mm. And everyone's bad going, oh, Boris, Boris, you've been doing so well. Nah, no one cares about you. Seriously. It's, uh, Boris, you're not a good person, and I don't care if you've been in hospital. I really couldn't care less. Uh, uh, what else is going on in the news today? I have oh, no yesterday. Clue. Yesterday, that One World Together at Home concert happened. It was a big live stream with all of the music people doing their thing. Music people? The music people. You know, the music you, people. Like the musicians? The musicians of the world. Hey. There was a lot of musicians. Greta Thunberg, even though she's not a musician, she did a bit, did, did a, bit of a speech. Well, Elton I'm John Robinson. ignored again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Uh... <laughs> The Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Elton John, Sam Smith, John Legend, Lady Gaga, Casey Musgrove, Sean Mendes, all the people, the killers, those guys from One Direction, Ellie Golding, all of the people across the world did a thing. Very nice. Uh, so they did a thing to raise $35 million for support for all the people. And they did it. And it happened. And that right. is what happened. And then they did the thing. What so I've just realized. What have you just realized? <clears throat> I've realized, <clears throat> dear me, 
It's not Corona. I'm yeah. just clearing my throat. Um, yeah, we're approaching an hour, and I haven't knocked my mic over just yet. Yeah, well, don't say that too quickly because oh, I'll probably probably knock it over soon. Yeah. So we have some questions to answer. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da, da. What's your favorite flavor of gum? Uh, peppermint. Uh, I hate gum. Actually, I, I think I prefer spearmint. It's more sharp. I I, I don't like it. Boo, uh, get off the stage. Ah, yes. Boo. Um, do you think the big social media platforms will stick around for the rest of our lives, or in ten years will we be talking about Twitter and Reddit the way people talk about MySpace and Friendster? Who talks about MySpace and Friendster? Well, I, I think I think people talk about it in the way that oh, do you remember that rubbishy social uh, platform from forever ago? I thought um, not, well, nothing lasts forever, and there's obviously going to be shifts in what people want and people desire but i think things like reddit and twitter where it works so well and efficiently i think be... you'll stick around for a long time yeah because it will be the main way of sharing something the question now is um oh where, where were you when you heard this happened like if you heard something on the news like for 9 11 everyone asks questions on people who are alive there oh where were you when you heard about 9 11 but it, because of like live streaming and stuff, anyone can live stream anything. It will be, were you watching when this happened? Because it can be immediate and someone can start live streaming it. And instead of one sort of witness, there'll be all of these witnesses who have seen it in person, all of these people who have seen it online. And that way, sort of news stations can't doctor uh, news report-ins and um, they can't doctor it to make it seem like they were better. Or to <clears> seem like to paint someone as the victim or to uh, twist the narrative because anyone can live stream anything. So it's been a big advancement in the way of sort of news broadcasting and the way people receive information. I think people like it, but I personally like it better. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's, it's a good question. I'll give them that. But yeah, Yeah. I reckon you're right. Yeah, because I can go onto Reddit on the front page and see... All of like sort of any anything related to what I specifically want to see. So say I'm interested in like a particular band, for example, I'll just go onto Reddit, find out what's going on in the fan community, and that way of interaction is something that probably wasn't as prevalent before as those platforms weren't as big, but because they're so big that I think people really enjoy that. Dead space. Yes. Dead space. <clears throat> Dead space. Dead space. We have a disagreement. Ooh, disagreement. We have a disagreement. If uh, two homies have been quarantined for seven days, is one allowed to go tuck the other one in for the night? Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's cracking. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> Just... Yeah. If if, if On it's the within sort of light. If it's within the homie yeah, code, just do it. Yes. Just do it. On the same sort of line, my girlfriend always gets jealous that I kiss my roommate goodnight. She thinks that it is cheating, but I told her <laughs> it's just kissing the homies goodnight, and it's a normal thing to do. It's normal, right? She has nothing to worry about at all. Yeah, that's normal. That's, that's it's just a nice gesture, really. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, just make sure you kiss your girlfriend goodnight too, because otherwise you're just excluding her. But yeah, that, that's pretty, just a nice gesture, really. Uh, have you heard? Have you seen the new Papa John commercial? Uh, no. Uh, don't bother. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, d- I don't eat Papa John's anyway. No. Yeah. So. Well, interesting information. Papa John, the guy, Papa John actually got fired. From, from <laughs> his own John's. company. Yeah, because everyone thought he said the N word, but he actually didn't. So he had to resign. So he got forced to resign because it was an inside inside pizza conspiracy. It's really interesting. You know the guy in the adverts, Papa John's. That's actually Papa John. It's a real guy, John Schneider is his name. He follows me on Instagram. <laughs> That's my claim to fame. Uh, that is a good claim to fame. Yeah. Either way, this person says, My mum is convinced the newest Papa John commercial features the voice of Papa John, even though he was fired. She refuses to believe it and has also never heard his voice. Help. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very (laughs) minor grievance to have. Uh, That's that's brilliant. Just show your mum the pizza conspiracy. Pizza... Conspiracy. I swear that they're two words I would never normally put together. Pizza yeah. and conspiracy. Well, now you have, and your life will be the never be the same. Exactly. And Alex, we have, with, with, with any luck, Alex Jones will do something on it. Yeah. We have another disagreement. Disagreement. So usually, if I use a cup, I'll leave it on the kitchen table for me to use later for dinner or whatever, just to save on glassware. My dad gets upset. I'm leaving glassware around and continually will get rid of the cup. Who's wrong? Your dad's wrong. Yeah, your dad's wrong. I do that. I um, yeah. I I have certain times when I put put the cup away. I normally use a cup for maybe like two or three drinks. But yeah, I leave it out on the table. Yes. Your dad is That's... wrong. Save on glassware. Your dad's wrong. He is. Uh, uh, we have a long disagreement. Oh no, not a long one. <laughs> It's not too long. I haven't, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but should we, should we go for it? Yes. I work as a bag boy in a shopping... Shopping shopping store? What's a shop? Oh, just a shop. Okay. I work as a bag boy in a shop. The other day, a customer swallowed her spit wrong and started coughing. No big deal. But the whole time, she didn't cover her mouth, and she even coughed directly onto the uh, checkout machine. After she left, I wiped down the machine and counter, but my co-worker thought I was being overdramatic. Kept saying that it doesn't matter since the cough was because she misswallowed, not because she has corona. I argued with her for a while, but she never got around to understanding why coughing directly onto the checkout machine is gross. Help me out here. Uh, yeah, your co-worker is completely wrong. Uh, when you cough like that, it's a uh, reflex um, in your body, and basically you're just expelling a bunch of bodily fluids in the hope to like clear, yeah, like something I can't quite remember what it is. So yeah, a bunch of bacteria from her would have gone onto the machine, making it very hygienic. You did the right thing, cleaning it down, and uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's right. I, I'm happy with that. I caught tuberculosis off someone who didn't really, who like wasn't, who had it latent, purely because they probably didn't cover their mouth properly, or they did, but they didn't wash their hands. Uh, so yeah, make sure to wash your hands after your cough. Yep, wash your hands after you cough. You heard it here first, folks. Exactly. 
Even Ooh. if you won't get ill from it, there's still a bunch of bacteria. Yeah. Here's the least interesting story I've heard today. Philip Schofield moves out of his £2 million marital home. Thanks. Thank you, Philip. I Thanks care so much. Yeah. If either of you were a worm, would you still podcast with each other? I I, I would happily do that. Yeah, because happily... a worm, like they have two hearts, don't they? Yes. I, I could get like sliced in half, have one heart one side, the other the other side, do a podcast and go about my daily business. Yep, worm podcast. <laughs> Not so bad. Say. No. Not so bad. Not so no, I had a worm I had a worm on my foot on like the penultimate day of school. Um can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah, sorry. It's just something something came up. Yeah, I had a worm on my shoe. Um on the penultimate day of school, and my, my friend said, "Oh, William, there's a word and a worm on your shoe." So I was like, "Yeah, he's probably lying." So I looked down; there was a worm on the shoe. I fr- I freaked out. I basically I think screamed. I remember. Yeah. yeah, it screamed. It just flung the worm. I mean, yeah. it's not even that scary. It's not doing anything to me, but it's just that he was actually telling the truth, and it surprised me that much. I flung Bloody worms. Worm. I don't like them. Worms are disgusting. Really, yeah. they're just that's that's my opinion. I flung the worm, but I did not fling the stairs now. So, I have three boxes of cereal. My mum has like six of the most gluten-free, disgusting raw cereals you'll ever see. I'm fine if she enjoys it, but however, she eats my cereal. Is there a nice way to tell her to stop being insane? Yeah, there's a nice way saying I've got half the amount of cereal that you have. Stop eating my cereal because I don't like your cereal. Or Boom. kill your mum. <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah this one I mean, is quite like existent. I mean, unless your mum pays for your cereal, then that's understandable. Yeah. But like, if if yeah. she doesn't, yeah, just just have a word with her. Yeah, it's my cereal, and uh, you're not touching none of it. This is like, quite an existential question we've got here. Uh, What's your knee care plan? Knee care plan. I'm quite worried that I don't have a knee care plan now. Um, if it's painful, try not to walk on it. Have you, been, have you been walking on your knees for a while? You should probably walk on your feet. That might help you get around quicker. I, you see, I probably should, but I don't. This is my problem. No, I used to get a bunch of bruises on my knees. I don't know where. It's probably because I fell over so much when I was young. Um, yeah, it never hurt me. Yes. I say they probably did hurt me, but it healed. Yes. Why would you ever um, care for your is, knees? <laughs> yeah, this is a very important question we've got here. One that has torn this person's family and friends apart. Oh. And like I want boy. you. Yeah. Or um, a razor. Large razor. Might tell you about. Um, moving on. Thank you for your large razor. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's an innuendo or not. <laughs> well, I hope it's not. So it says, uh, I want you to but you know like if you have a porch, you most people have a porch on their house, right? Yeah, I, I have a porch. And but you don't have one that's sort of screened in, that's got walls and a second door, oh, do you? It's, it's an out, outdoor porch. Yes, but you know of ones that have the screened in one, where it's like yeah. walls and shit. 
So this says, since vampires have been have to be invited into your house to enter, would one be able to come onto your screened-in porch? Since if it was a regular porch, they would still be outside your house. Yeah, you'd have to invite them into your porch. No, but, but it's and then but, but be, if it was a regular, but it's a port. It's not part of the house necessarily. You, you'd you have could, to you'd have to invite them into your house after yeah, that. Yeah, but would they be allowed in the porch without asking the screen in porch? Because oh, no, you, no, you're going to have to invite them into the porch and then invite them into your house. I don't to be honest, think if you, you have invite, to invite them into your porch and you go inside your house, they'll probably say, "Oh, that's an invitation." And just go I in. don't think that it's. I, I think that I don't think they'd have to be invited in because if you took away the porch, your house would still be recognizable as a house. Whereas if you took away like a room out of your house, you'd be like, that's a bit weird. But if you took away the porch, you wouldn't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, if you've got a porch, it's still part of your house, but it's not just yeah, not but... the main bulk of the house. So you're going to have to invite them into the porch, then invite them into the house. But if it didn't have the front door to the port to enter the screened-in porch, would just they skip would they still have to be invited in? If there's no door, then no, they can just walk straight in, and then you just have to invite them into your house. Yeah, but they could walk into any place, but they're not allowed to. They have to be invited in. But but no, they're allowed no. outside but they're allowed outside. Yeah. So if your porch it, is inside. But it's not though, is it? Because it's a separate entity it in kind itself. Of is. Because my porch, my porch is outside. You can like walk on that, and you don't have to go through anywhere. But like, I've got a neighbor, like a neighbor opposite. They've got like a screened-in porch. Yeah, you have to ring the doorbell there, and they have to let you in. I don't think so, because you're. So if you had. The three walls of the porch, but without the the door to the porch, would they have to be invited into the porch? No. No. So by that logic, you're saying. But when you when you when you when you add a door, things become different. (laughs) No. So if you, but you could essentially say that that's a door in itself, really. By that logic, because the door is just a door. Well, you could hang a sheet up and you could call that a door. Are you still inside or outside? You couldn't. It's just a sheet. It's just a yeah. cover. Yeah, but a door is def- is a door doesn't have to be any specific material. No, it doesn't, but there still has to be a damn door. A door, it, a, a door is gotta, defined as the it, entrance. No, it's got to be able to pivot around hinges. It's got to be able to close in place. You've got to be able to make it open and close. Like, it says a door. a door is a hinged or otherwise movable object that allows a state of matter to pass through into a different place. A sheet, you just push a sheet out of the way. Yeah, so you're still moving it. It's a movable object. It still counts as a door because you can't just walk directly into a sheet and walk right through the sheet, can you? Oh, you'll get met with resistance. Exactly. 
It says a door, a hinge sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building. If you put a door on a porch, it's an entrance to that building, and the building is a porch or even a room, whatever you want to call it. You have to invite them into the porch. Room, vehicle, I love or this. other framework. Love shush, 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 hush. Look at this. If you go to the second definition to define door, it's a doorway. <laughs> I don't think sticking way on the end of door would help people exactly know what door means. <laughs> yeah. So either way, if you were in a gazebo, would you say you're inside or outside? Outside. But you're still in a building, technically. No, you're not. It's a gazebo, for crud's sake. <laughs> but it's still been built. It still has four walls. Oh, wait, wait, well, what kind of gazebo do you mean here? Because we could well, be thinking of different gazebos. Okay, so we'll make this easy. A tent. If you're in a tent, are you inside or outside? Riddle, riddle me that. I'm going to say... I don't know, actually, if you're in a tent. You're probably inside, but... I'd say you're... Inside, I think. Surprisingly difficult that question. Yeah, going back to the original question, though, I don't right. think they'd need to be invited into your porch because it isn't. It isn't the main. It isn't quantifiable as a building in itself. Kind of is. If you well, if you if you just put a porch in the middle of London, that was a really weird pronunciation of London. Ugh. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. If you oh, put a porch in the middle of London, then you say, oh, wow, that's a building. Because it's, it's nothing else. It's just yeah, a yeah, building. in relation to anything else. That's not... A porch, is, a porch is basically an appendix to the house. But does anyone but live, still, work, or reside? It's still part of the house. But does anyone live, work, or reside within the porch? You store stuff in the porch normally. That's what the most common usage is. But that's okay. but right. Porches are normally an add-on after the house has been built. Yes, we yes. can agree on that. Yes. So it's not part of the actual house. But the yeah, but it's still part of your actual house. Look, you you okay. you, you no, no, Charlie, you've no. had extend ah, no, ah, no, you've had extensions to your house, right? Yes. Yes. Is that still part of your actual house? But that's a room in which people live and move and engage in. Still a room. Right. So yes, you, you, that may be a living space, but still, the porch still may serve as a storage space. So it's... if you put a gazebo or a tent in your front garden, does a vampire have to ask permission to enter that? I don't know the conventions of vampires that well to know if they can go into a tent. I mean, well, I'm just asking can, based can, on your logic. I don't know. Does does a zip count as a door? Is that like part of a <laughs> vampire thing? I don't know. I think we've quantified that a, a door can be anything. If you're a vampire and you've got someone in a tent, just destroy the tent. That's all you have to do. Just don't 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 worry about this crud. That's Sorry, not it's, it's the fine. theory is though that 
a vampire a vampire should be able to enter your porch because it's not a dwelling that is part of the main house. I'm gonna Google what people think. Um, I he does need to be let into the porch without a doubt. So what it says is. A vampire in, in vampire folklore, we're looking through vampire folklore. In vampire folklore, if a vampire must be invited into your home before he can enter, is it okay for the vampire to, to stand in the porch? Yes, they can be on the property, but they ha- it's, it's being inside the actual house itself, is sort of the typical uh, thing of vampire folklore. But, but your porch is still part of your house itself. If you build a porch, you say, oh yeah, that porch is part of my house. But so is your garden, and they're allowed to come into your garden. But that's because your garden's outdoors. But that's still part of your house, then technically, isn't it? If you're it's still if part you're of going... your house, okay, an indoor part of your house. Because if you go look at my porch, it's an outdoor porch. You can like anyone can go onto it if they wanted to. If we walled it off, it's now an inside porch, and it will still be part of the house, and our hallway will be absolutely massive. But, but. It's not, it's not actually, if you took away the porch from a house, you'd still have the front door of a house and the four walls of a house. You'd still have every single part of the house. I know, but you're just changing the floor plan. That's all you're doing. By adding a porch, you're just changing the floor plan and moving the front door to a different place. No, you've got two doors. So the main door is, but, but no one lives in a porch. I mean, if you could do it if your parents were that maniacal. No normal person lives in a porch. Saying. <laughs> so, in theory, a vampire should not have to ask to enter your house, your porch. Yes, he, he does. No, he we doesn't. Have... I don't think... I don't... <laughs> Should we move on? <laughs> okay, we spent far too long on that question. <laughs> My uh, friends brushed their teeth in the shower with shower water. I said this was weird, and they tried to kill me. Were they right to commit murder, or am I right? Um, I mean, <laughs> you pee for assault, I guess. I th- I think that I think that they're right because the shower water is the same water as tap water. Oh yeah, it's in your still bathroom. Warm. It's still water, but why on earth would you want to brush your teeth in the shower? Saving time. Really? You've got to clean yourself in the shower. Got to focus on cleaning your body. Yeah, but it's just the water's just running off you. It's whilst, you, whilst you're in there, you might as well. But you still got to put the shower gel on you. Yeah, but you like... do that after, don't you? Clean your teeth after. No, but then you can just save water by doing it in the sink. Either way... It's still the same water, so it doesn't matter. I just yes, why, it's why, not that why weird. Would you do shower? It's uh, <laughs> it's not that weird, but it's it's it's. I don't know about the logistics of it. I need to know more peculiar. about the situation. That's what I'm gonna say. It's very peculiar. Yes. Okay. That's... Would you rather have one large two-year pandemic? Or several two-week pandemics that add up to two years but have gaps in gaps in between. Uh, several two-week pandemics. I should be. I safe. think I'd rather have the two-year pandemic. I'd rather. Because that would be 
because that would be the only one, the two-year pandemic then. No, but then it, it, it's, it's more likely that you will catch it, considering for a pandemic to, well, for a disease to be able to spread into a pandemic and deplete within two weeks uh, is completely impossible, which is why I would love the two-week version. But if we talk about the rest of humankind, <laughs> yeah. then it would be better to have get all of the pandemic over and done with for, for the rest of essentially life with um, two-year pandemics so everything can get back to normal. If you had two-week pandemics, the, everything would be going up and down, people would be in and out and in and out, and things would be changing all the time, and it wouldn't work. Used to it by stop- the 52nd pandemic. The stock market would, <laughs> yes, but the stock market would crash constantly and then go on the rise again and it would leave those countries in ruin. Play your stocks better. That's not that hard. It's not <laughs> like that. <laughs> Play your stocks better doesn't work when you Google or Apple or any other company. Um... Yeah, I don't mean just why not? It's just we've a, got a mess. Oh, message. Yes, we've got a message from Canada, not Miss Brabant. Ah, crud. It says, "Why you be crazy?" Um, in answer to that question, Will is going to sing us a song. Take it away. Uh, one take, one take, one take. What song should I sing? That was the song. The song was called One Tick. It's three times it says one tick, and then he sings What Shall I Sing? And he's already sung the song. Thank you. I, I'm blessed. Blessed with the breast. That's yes, that too. Um, I hate how every teacher in online classes are saying, I hope it's safe. Wait, we care for you then proceed to assign five heavy assignments with unrealistic due dates. Yeah, that, we're not technically in this position up. because we're not currently exactly. working because school. We're, we're, we're in year, year 11. Yeah. We've got, we're, 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 we're finished. Yeah, living, we're finished. Living the good life. Yeah. Even though it's not so like think about it, I think a lot of people are going to go back to school sort of May, June time, maybe June time. Probably. I think it's probable that they'll start going back to schools around June time. What are we going to do? <laughs> we're prob- we're probably nothing is what off. we're going to do. Really? No. Yeah. Probably. Unless they go into trainers for A-level, which I highly doubt. Uh, I, I, I doubt that too. But, yes. you know, hey-ho. Hey-ho. Um, hey ho. Say, do hey you have ho. one more question? Yeah, sure. But yeah, wait, one second. My boyfriend... Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's not right for teachers to set that much um, work. They should set Especially the exact now. same amount as they do in class because, yeah. you know, they shouldn't use this as an opportunity to get people to do more work. Moving yes. on. Moving swiftly on. Thank you, teachers. Um, My boyfriend says that the first meal of the day can be considered breakfast or brunch no matter what time. I say that once it's after 12 o'clock, it should be considered lunch. When does brunch end? I think brunch ends before lunch, just before lunch. It's the point at which, what would you consider lunchtime? One o'clock? 
Um, I mean, that that depends on when you have lunch, really. Because I, I normally it, consider it as one o'clock. It, it it normally depends on when I when I wake up, really. Because <laughs> if if I wake up at like seven, and yeah, l- lunch for me, I'd probably have lunch at twelve. But then because I'm waking up later, I'm normally having lunch about half twelve one ish. So yeah. brunch. Well, lunchtime is typically between sort of one ish is the sort of standard time one one thirty between say, sort of. When would you say brunches? Like I don't know, maybe like half ten till twelve, maybe. Brunch can be half ten till one, in my opinion, because brunch would start. Brunch would end when lunch starts because they're a continual cycle. Because it's not late enough for lunch yet. But it's too early for break. To no, it's too early for lunch. So it's still brunch. But it's too late for breakfast. Oh, oh dear me! I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't had breakfast in ages. Well, do you I know like what? Breakfast. Do you know what I've been liking recently? I've been having a lot of what? Get a couple slices of toast. Toast it. Put a very thin layer of marmite oh, on are it. Are we toasting the toast or are we toasting the bread? Toasting the bread, but you actually toast the toast because you put it in for slightly longer to make it slightly warmer on a low setting. So technically, you're toasting the toast. Enough. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to start an argument about this. Carry on. Yes. You put a very thin, small layer of Marmite on it. And then you put a big, big, thick layer of butter on it, or vegan butter in my case, and it tastes absolutely divine. Very nice. Um, I can't say I'll be joining you in that. Uh, for two see. reasons. One, Marmite. Two, thick butter. Yes, you like neither, but both <laughs> of them together, I promise you, taste very good. And as, as you know, I'm fairly plain and I love variety in my life, so I have just a slice of toast and thin butter. Mmm, fun. It, it is quite fun, actually. Yeah. See, I Marmite in itself is not the best. But when it's coupled with the butter, it's very good. Hmm. And Fair that enough. was the last question we had. Should we move on to the noun segment? We haven't done this in ages. Sure. I was going to Google uh, noun segment, and then I realised <laughs> that doesn't exist. So I have to Google random noun generator. Hold well on. I wonder what happens when I Google noun segment. Yep, it just comes up with segment, noun. One of the parts in which something is naturally separated. Well. Right, should we generate some nouns? Yes. I think we should stop at nothing until the na- our noun segments come up when you Google them. Yes. <laughs> Only then can we, can we retire. Then can we retire from work. We literally have to do it on our deathbeds. <laughs> Over hospital radio podcasts. We should do a show on hospital radio. Everybody will hate us. We'll be way too controversial. (laughs) So now we're revisiting the top five moments of World War II. (laughs) Uh, Gerald in bed five was accused of war crimes when he fought for the Nazis after disbanding and leaving his own British militant force. So Gerald, (laughs) this one's for you. We'll meet again by Vera Lynn. I reckon we could do a shot on hospital radio if we asked. We did like a weekly comedy bit, and we did it sort of in the style of 
I've had an idea. Oh, I've had an idea. Not going to a hospital every week. <laughs> well, we could do it remotely. Over my internet. Well, no, we could just record it after quarantine together and then sort of go and... Mm. So, you know the classic sort of radio shows old people like? Like yeah. the Goon Show and the... um, Not the 9 o'clock news when they used to be on radio. And all of the old sort of uh, Hancock and Co. All of the old sort of radio shows um, back in the day. We could do classic episodes of those in all of the original actors' voices like um, Sid James and Kenneth Williams and Hattie Jakes and all of those and the old people would love it. Why not? Maybe. I think people, I think they'd like it and also we might get paid. (laughs) We'll get paid by the underfunded NHS. (laughs) Yeah, that's the idea, to extrapolate any funds from the NHS possible. So, first noun, queen. Queen. Uh, Not necessary. Only for tourism. (laughs) Only for tourism. Hey, hey, she's immortal. Not going to complain. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Next one. Candidate. Candidate. I've been picked uh, for this opinion before. That's, that's sure. a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. Oh, um, God, that was awful. Uh, <sighs> candidate is good if they're not conservative. Or Marc Francois, specifically Marc Francois. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder yeah. if he's using his phone right now. We're not going to call him again. I was thinking we should. Oh. I can't be bothered. We'll do it next episode. Oh. Maybe. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through this today. <laughs> oh, guess what I worked out. This oh. is quite interesting. You know the the four channel mixer we've got for our podcast, a very nice and expensive bit of gear. Yeah. Their mic input lines also double as an input for a guitar cable or a quarter inch cable. Very nice. That won't be interesting to anyone apart from maybe me, <laughs> but multi-purposing. It's quite interesting to know that it has multiple sort of inputs. Um, uh-oh. Houston, we have a problem. Hello. Problem. That's our next noun. Um, this noun, if you look up in the dictionary, it has a picture of William next to it. Um, <laughs> and it also has a picture of Carla Andrews next to it, and she's taking up an entire double-page spread just to fit her on. Uh, just for a, a nice... One to one scale. Yeah, a one fiftieth scale of Carl Andrews takes up a full double page spread. I know. For for like an f- accurate one to one, you're going to need probably at least 50 A4 sheets of paper at the minimum. Are, you making this th- are we making this 3D or flat? Because if it's 3D, it's a hell of a lot more. She's very deep, like a sort of 50s TV. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, she. I think yeah. we should make a, a full life-size model of her. That that would be time-consuming and probably useless. But it would be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, should... we should just put it in the downtowner. 
Yeah, we should deliver it to the reception of motivated minds or put it behind her desk so when she comes in, it's just her singer. <laughs> you know uh, what we should do? Well, we should make we should get as many pictures of her as possible and create a three D model of her <laughs> and project it onto the side of a house or something. Horrifying. Yeah. That is actually my nickname for Carla, House, because she is so massive. Uh, Will, I... Will I'm going to need to employ your opinion on this one. Client. Client? Client. Uh, uh, could be in reference to prostitution or in reference to uh, business analytics. Take your pick. So I, I've got nothing for this. Uh, saying that, um, we've got we've had hair. Well, I've had a haircut. My mum did my haircut in um in Uh-oh. lockdown, and um, that she watched this haircutting tutorial, and the person re- the person doing it referred to her husband as her client, which I thought was that's quite a, funny. That's awful, and you shouldn't be trusting hair tutorials to cut someone's hair. Mum actually did quite a good job of it, I'm not going to lie. My, my brother has had his hair shaved, and he does look like a sort of slightly mouldy testicle. <laughs> which I have told him. Um, <laughs> next noun. Uh, I'm sort of half sure on this one, it's percentage. Percentage. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you my opinion as a factor of 100. Ah, uh, thank you very much. No problem, Speaking of percentage, did you watch that ITV show quiz about who wants to be a millionaire? I didn't. I've he- I've heard a lot about it though. It's and... very good. It's about that scandal of Charles yeah, Ingram um, who cheated. Yeah, Charles Ingram made a cheat. Yeah. Oh, I don't. So know. I actually knew the million dollar question on that show. Like, yes, I knew the question too. Where the Google? Google. Google. It's Google. It's yeah. actually looking at it. They're very easy questions. They are. They are. I don't know if it's just us or it's, but yeah, like every question was relatively easy. Exactly. But I don't know if they cheated or not because he what definitely did, no doubt no, about. No, but listening to the argument from from their from their lawyer, which is actually taken from the court transcript, all of the evidence is very convincing that they didn't, because the guy who was coughing had actually had a respiratory cough problem and, and there was also the woman that was coughing yeah that coughing. was his wife yeah, yeah. well and it's it so coincidentally the... happened to be on all the right answers but there were 190 coughs and only 19 were around the correct answers i know but that's that's because other people were coughing in the studio yeah but think you've got of the audi- you've got the audience yeah. charlie yeah, yeah. but Remember the only, about it. the only footage. Watch the show. Watch the show. The only footage is ITV's footage. The people who were prosecuting them. So the evidence was tampered with, and the cops were turned up audibly. Um, Even the, the host... host of the show, Chris Tarrant, said he never heard any coughing. No, he no, he said he didn't notice it because people were coughing at the time. He did say that he heard coughing. Um, he he said he interest- never heard anything no, suspicious. He, it, he yeah he he said he never heard anything suspicious but he made he made an a, a good point um when he's been talking about the news on it when going into the million dollar question he always says um if you win if you lose you're going to lose 450,000 pounds and he always gets the same reaction which is like oh christ like 
of like nerves than the other opponent. Apart from Charles Ingram, he went, right, let's do it. Because he, he was confident that he would have got the right answer, despite his appalling start on the easy questions or easier questions at the start. The fact that he didn't know anything, he was swaying towards the wrong answer, and then he just magically picked the right answer. No doubt about it, he cheated. Watch the show, see what you think. It's, Michael Sheen is very good as Chris. Yeah. That cast is very good. Yeah, my, my, Michael, it's Michael a very, Sheen. It's a very, Michael Sheen is a very good actor. He is. He's really good. Yeah, he's, an, he's a proper actor. He's a... Next noun. Market, <laughs> marketing. Dun, dun, dun. Marketing. I'm going to sell you my opinion here. Um, yeah, marketing is, is a painful word for me. Because it takes a long <laughs> old time. And, yeah. and it's not very fun because it mainly consists of what can we do to promote this thing? It's always quite a struggle. Yeah, marketing. Well, we're getting better at marketing. We're getting there. Uh, next noun, arrival. Rival, dun, dun, not dun. your um, arch nemesis when you enter a room or if a vampire is entering a porch. Oh, oh, I thought you were making a pun then. No, yeah, yeah I'm such an imbecile. Yes, you are. Uh, didn't we? Arrival necessary. <sighs> yeah, turn up, really. Yeah, Just... yeah people turn up, people really. go away. Well, people aren't turning up as often now. Pardon? Some pretty lackluster nouns we're getting. Lackluster nouns. Oh, here's not a bad one. Highway. Highway. Um, I'm just going to drive my opinion into you here. What? No, you drive on a highway, don't you? (laughs) Yes, but... (laughs) Could drive it into you. Either way. Bad pun, bad noun. Bad pun, bad nouns. Necessary. Uh, should we do one more noun or one more set of nouns? Uh, go one more noun. This podcast is going on for ages, and we've been talking about Sugden Avenue for a very long time. Very I long. I don't time. think anyone else is listening by this point. We should. We we could make that into a TV series where we just discuss roads. <laughs> Next episode, Elizabeth Drive. Just get one viewer because there's just one per only one person in the world's interested in it. Yeah. Should we start a separate side podcast where every episode is half an hour long and we just discuss a road? <laughs> <laughs> Should we do that? That could be quite fun. We've no. got enough time. <laughs> no. It's gotta not get, like we. No, no, we've got to get have enough time for it. We've got to sit around, be bothered to talk about it. A road we just do not <laughs> care about at all. It's, why? It's why not like we've that? got anything else to do. No, no I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not a let, I'm not letting you use that. <laughs> Even though I used it earlier, I'm not letting you. Seriously, this is our. This is the time. Where where our creativity will flourish in the form of creativity. We're just reading out statistics <laughs> about a road. See, what will we be remembered for? Boring ass road statistics. That's what we'll be remembered for. But what do you that's remember quite... the budgets. Oh yeah, they're the road people. 
Well, that would be quite funny, though. Oh, I'm not going to be remembered as a road person. See, what makes me laugh is the fact that that would be the fourth podcast we're the hosts of <laughs> in the space of three years. Well, not even that, two years. Probably about three two. years, counting this year, if we're going to count this year. Two and a half years, essentially. Don't know what. Wait, uh, no, there is. no, two and a quarter years. That will be the fourth podcast we'll be the host. How many podcasts do you reckon we can host? It's pretty sad. That would be quite that. That Uh, for it. Each day we we do a podcast. We do we allocate an entire week. Every day of the week we record a different episode of the podcast. So we've got seven, ten podcasts in total. Yeah, 26th of October 2018 was when procrastination went up. Oh, God, that was ages ago. But we started uh, a little bit of everything a lot earlier than that. Didn't we? I don't know. I mean, what, 19th, maybe? I'm pretty sure it was too early. I'm pretty sure we did it over the summer. I think we did it over the summer. No, because we recorded procrastin- We recorded a little bit of everything. Then he was like, you know what? We're going to react to our own podcast. And yeah. Then Did that one that's go- what procrastination was. I, I, from memory, we didn't even finish reacting to it. We just stopped the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> it went on for two hours. I'm going to work out when our first episode... I vaguely remember it being... A lot earlier for some odd, odd reason. I mean, th- th- already this episode's longer than our procrastination episode, which is our pretty procrastination episode. How long's this episode been going on for? Uh, about an hour and forty. Oh, an hour and forty-two. Yeah, yeah an hour no, and forty-four. So procrastination. We've got two more minutes. <laughs> two more minutes. We have to keep going. A little bit of everything. Like, yeah, our first episode was. Yeah, first episode was actually the 26th. I thought it went on for a lot longer than that, and that's probably because our last episode was essentially a year later. That was our seventh episode. <laughs> a standalone episode. <laughs> Seven episodes in 12 months. It's what was the biggest depressing. gap? I think the biggest gap was 22nd of February to the 12th of August. I mean, procrastination, we only did two episodes, so they're actually quite close together. 26th yeah. of October, and then 4th of November. Yeah. Which is odd, because that isn't a week apart. Yeah. Well, this show has actually been going for the That's longest. Right. Exactly. We we, we kind of kept to a re- weekly schedule, but then yeah. you and your mouth. I got it. I really, w- you and your pain. I really wanted to keep to the... Yeah, I and really wanted to keep to the family. weekly schedule. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get to keep to the weekly schedule, but we were close. We were very right. close. Are we uploading I don't think any... today or next Saturday? I, just saving I, I reckon, I reckon I can get this up by. I was going to say I reckon I can get this up by twelve, and then I realised it's all. I reckon I can get this up by half twelve if we finish in the next ten minutes. Within the right, next let, ten. Let, minutes. Shall shall we finish quickly? <laughs> yes, we should finish quick. Okay. So, should what we... have we talked about this week? Nothing essentially. Literally we have made, nothing. We, we we've had made no minutes. valuable contribution to society. 
We have twenty minute talk about Sugden Avenue, a twenty minute argument about porches. Yeah. Now, um, we do, should we do one more noun for good luck? One more noun for good luck. True. Is in the name true. Uh, I I don't really terrible know. Name. Terrible name. That's a terrible, terrible name. If you call true, get out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this has been. Should we wrap it up? Should we wrap it up? Sure, I'm happy to. Uh, sure, why not? This has right. been the low budgets. I think we got it. Podcast. You know what? Uh, stay safe. Stay well. Stay happy out there. Live, laugh, love. Uh, kiss your mother. Kiss your father. Kiss your daughter. Kiss your brother. But don't make it incestuous. And you know what? I think, I think we, we got, got it. it. We did that slightly in time. Right. Slightly okay. in time. Uh, Shall we do that again?